Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Support WrestleTalk. Give us a subscribe. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Russell Ramble Podcast. I am Luke Owen and I'm joined by El Fakador Laurie Blake. Hello. Hey man, how's it going? I'm very well, thank you. How's your week been? It's been good, actually. It's a... Uh quite a week than last week mm-hmm. as we were doing a lot of the content to get ahead i've mostly been at home this week playing a lot of destiny 2 nice yeah so is that so a video game it is a video game uh, that i've got back into after about a year's hiatus because they've changed all the things so me and my housemate play and it's very fun very good um yeah we've been doing more of the the ramble stuff this week trying mm. to get ahead on on that you and i did our nxt in review annoyingly mm-hmm. we did our nxt in review episode recorded all of it <laughs> and then on bloody raw like on that in that nxt you'll hear the nxt episode next week we thought we spent a good five minutes talking about nikki cross going up to the main roster and be like she has to get called up there's nothing for her else to do in nxt <laughs> good solid five minutes of the show yeah. then on raw that night they announced Literally that she is four hours Hours later. Going up to the main roster, I was like, well, nice one. That's dated now. <laughs> we talked about heavy machinery. That just proves that we were right about yeah. a lot of these things. It's fine. So that was a bit annoying. <laughs> so like, the, the, the video now starts with this episode was recorded. I mean, you and I say it enough in the episode, but it is YouTube, so you, you can't trust them too much. So we're also seeing it here on the podcast as well. But yeah, we, re- we pre-recorded it. <laughs> Hence as why you, it, it might sound a bit silly. Exactly, you've got to. Um, so that's going to be out next week. Ollie and I have been... Well, we did two episodes yesterday. We did our uh, 2019 predictions episode and our 2018 in-review episode. No, our 2018 best and worst moments. We've still got to do our Raw and SmackDown in-review episodes. But tonight is our Christmas party. It's our office Christmas party. Crimbo Pats. Crimbo Pats. And we're also recording our Christmas special mm-hmm. today, which you're going to hear next week is it christmas next week isn't it yeah it's christmas tuesday. in five days yes yeah, so you're gonna hear it on tuesday if you are um listening to the podcast on christmas day you'll hear our christmas make special. all your family listen exactly as well your granddad your gran the tell dr- them it's about wrestling exactly oh, it won't be, it won't about, be wrestling. about wrestling it will not be about wrestling that. absolutely um yeah we'll get yourself around the wireless and uh, <laughs> all sit down as we drink yeah. a lot and ramble about nonsense for man about an you hour. remember things about pictures from your youth here they are <laughs> there's some more so we're going to be opening up some Christmas presents that have been sent to us. We just got general nonsense that's going to be happening. And then uh, my wife is coming down to the studio. Your lady partner is coming down to the mm-hmm. studio. And we're going to go for some drinks. Beverage. Yeah, some beverages. I'm very much looking forward to it, though. Like we were talking just before we came on air that we're both quite tired. Mm. I'm really tired. <laughs> I, um, I was very ill the other night. Mm. 
I was up just vomiting oh. out the wazoo because I'd eaten something dodgy at Pizza Express. Well, so you also, you shouldn't have a wazoo, man. <laughs> you need to get that looked at. And I was just vomiting all night. I was felt, but the second I finished vomiting, felt terrific. Mm. Felt really, really great. Because you just had the purge. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I felt terrific. But it did mean that I was awake for a lot, and I'm yeah. now just like I couldn't get up this morning to watch NXT. My mm. alarm went off at six a.m., and I was like, "No, yeah. it, this isn't happening." That's a hard no from me. Yep. So uh, I <laughs> thank, but thank you very much, alarm, for your diligent work. But, uh, <laughs> but no. it's a hard no. So uh, instead, I, I slept in for a good forty minutes this morning. Oh, I know, right? Put a quite nice little lie in. Uh, let's have some quick correspondence from your good selves uh, before we get into the show itself. This one comes in from. Noel, uh, who writes in, at least I'm going to say it's uh, Noel, he's written in red, government employee and wrestling chump, but that's not what his uh, his email name is. So anyway, let's here we go. Hope you read this out in the email. Hello, Ollie, Luke, and so trustworthy El Fakador. Your podcast became part of my daily ritual, whether on commute before work or even during work while taking a poo. To be honest, Ollie's over-the-top news delivery killed my eardrums when I first watched YouTube videos, but like all things, you get used to it and uh, you'll learn to love them along the way. I found myself looking for impact font video titles in uh, YouTube thumbnails every day as it was important uh, as breathing, and after getting my mobile data subscription sucked out of my love for talk videos chanced upon the podcast since the earphones became a fixture of my daily affairs sorry if this is getting too long but i got back into wrestling after watching your videos but the more fascinating part of it is the way you wanted to see structure coherence and logic in matches and storylines as if it was one big epic movie something that made me realize i'm such a mark falling uh falling only for shallow entertainment when i was a wrestler uh, when i was interesting 10 years back summing up thank you for renewing my love for wrestling and seeing it in a more mature non-markish way and helping fans like us set a high bar in the quality of wrestling we watch which is frankly what truly deserves our time all the best for the podcast plans to be a pledge hammer soon so, uh, probably send a uh, care package just don't know what your address is and from the philippines i support wrestle talk much love and cheers for the holidays noel or noel perhaps Thank you very much for your email. Is he not email. just wishing us a, a bon holiday? <laughs> it could be. Uh, thank you very much for your email. Thank you we could get you back into the world of professional wrestling. I saw um, a bit of a discussion between wrestlers <clears throat> and wrestling fans about using the word mark mm. and maybe we should just remove it from wrestling lexicon. Because really, the term mark comes from the fact that we're meant to be idiots. Yes. And that we are, they, they are con men and we are their marks yes. and they're fooling us. And really, we shouldn't be treating the audience... Or the question is, should we be treating the audience as idiots that we're trying to fool? No. Well, I guess I guess now that the... the back in the day, it seemed like a useful word to use. Because it's not... I, don't, I wouldn't say that Mark is particularly offensive when the world of wrestling is so shaded or, like, disguised to the fact, like, is it real, is it not? Mm-hmm. You are conning people at that point but not in like a horrible Conway, in like a fun hustle kind of, yeah. you know, hustle the TV series kind of Conway. They're lovable rogues, whatever. Like, that's what it's kind of like back then. But I guess now that everyone is pretty savvy and well aware that it's not entirely as real as it makes out, yeah, I guess we could remove it from the lexicon because it doesn't particularly matter, does it? It's just one of those words that sort of stuck around, really. It'll probably never go away. Yeah, but I don't, I, like you know. bump. I guess, yeah, but like Mark is fine because people call themselves Mark. So, yeah. it's, you know, it's one of those things like if, if, you, if, you're, if you're proud to wear the word like and be called that, then go for it. But yeah, I don't. as long as you're not saying it in a negative connotation, I think it's, it's fair enough. We've taken it back. Yeah. We've taken the word back. Uh, let's jump into the show. Oh, as 
you'd expect. We've got some board game chat in the outro portion of this podcast, so stick around for that. But before then, you've got to get through the NXT review, I suppose. Talking about a really good wrestling angle between... Rubbish. Oh, Champer and Gargano doing brilliant work, as per usual. But dice after. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Here's the NXT show. I mean, let's talk about that, frankly, brilliant main event angle. I mean, the, the brilliant main event, but the angle afterwards. Holy Un- heckins. Unbelievable. I just, well, I mean, fairly believable. I feel like this yeah. was kind of where you would have been going with this all along. But it's so nice to see it play out after yeah. however long uh, we've been building up to this idea of like them, them breaking up, them falling out, them slowly working each other over, sending each other crazy, obsessing over each other. And now... Just that moment. Yeah. Oh, the, the the hands come together. Yeah, so if you haven't seen the show, essentially it was set up last week. It was going to be a cage match between Johnny Gargano and Alistair Black. Mm-hmm. Well, it was set up a couple of weeks ago. It was announced the following week. So they're now going to have this cage match. Was it last week or was it a couple of weeks ago? It was last week. Was I it? know. Was it? Maybe it was two weeks ago. I can't ago. remember. I can barely remember. Oh, it was two weeks ago. Yeah, I thought it was. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so anyway, cage match was set up between Gargano and Alistair Black. Alistair Black is already facing Tommaso Ciampa for the NXT Championship at Phoenix. That's already been announced. Mm-hmm. This wasn't like a number one contendership match or anything like that. This was just a blow-off match. A blow-off match, exactly. Because Alistair Black had said that he had absolved Johnny Gargano of his sins. But Gargano said, I didn't have any sins, mate. Yeah, so I was you, clean. You didn't absolve me of nout. I'd been to a confession before I went into the ring. So bloody exactly. So they these two had this match, and it was a really, really great back and forth match. Black had it won at one point. He could have left, but he decided to go back in to make sure he has absolved Black of his sins this time round. At least that's you know the sort of story they were telling. And then it gets to a spot where they both do a double down, and Gargano is climbing up on one side of the ring, mm-hmm. and Alistair Black is trying to climb out the door on the other side of the ring. Johnny and has made the wrong choice there. Yeah, it's easier to go out the door, yeah, really. Do the door. Always yeah. go, for, Always the go door. for the door. But, like, Black's crawling in this other, and he gets <laughs> himself sort of out, and then uh, Tommaso Ciampa runs down from the back and smashes the door against Alistair Black's head and sends him back inside. Johnny Gargano, at this point, has already more or less climbed out. Like, all he has to do is drop down, and he's won. He's halfway down the other side. He's halfway yeah. down the other side. But he sees this. And he climbs back inside the ring mm. and gets down into the corner. And as Champa gets into the corner, they just happen to be in the positions they would be for their old DIY finish of the running knees and legs. Meet and in the middle. The meet in the middle. And, yeah, they sort of look at each other. The crowd, I mean, as soon as Champa steps through the ropes, the crowd are chanting DIY. <laughs> like, it was really, really DIY. great. DIY. It was really, really cool. And they do the hand pose. Like, as Champa's, like, guiding him into doing it, being like, Come on Come now. On Come on now. We're going to do, do it. it. You know how this goes. Gargano's acting in this segment. Oh, and this angle was so, so good. Mm-hmm. Really sold, like, the internal struggle of what was going on, whether he wants to be doing this. Is this the right thing to be doing? And they do the kick. And as soon as they do the meet in the middle, Gargano is instantly selling it. It was just like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> what did I just take part yeah. in? But Champa is having a whale of a time. <laughs> He's bloody loving it. Still on the outside, waving back in. I'd say, yeah, and he goes outside and he watches as Gargano pins Alistair Black. Who's been down for Who's a good life. Oh, mate. Oh, 30 seconds. Way to put over that finish. Yeah. Like, that's a big old strong finish. And 
Yeah, and Champa's like walking backwards up the ramp, slowly clapping. <laughs> His boys, Johnny's done it. And I, I can't put over how good Gargano was in this segment. Like, I can't he put it over enough. Yeah. It was so, so good. I just I just love everything about this. I just think it's so good. This is exactly what I wanted to see from this story. I wanted to see, like, if we're going to tell Johnny Falls to the dark side, let's do it. Like, yeah. You know, because that makes the eventual, if there is a redemption angle, even more positive because it feels like Johnny is brainwashed here. It, yeah. It very much feels like there are moments where he keeps coming out of himself and being like, what am I doing? Why am I doing any of this? And then as soon as he sees Chamber, he's like, yeah, no, you know what? I'm going to be vicious. I'm going to be ruthless. I'm going to do whatever it takes yeah. to, one, get a shot at him, but two, kind of just be guided by him to do whatever he's saying now. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Because that's that's Johnny's whole deal at the moment is he mm. wants to rid NXT of Tommaso Ciampa, but mm. at the same time, he's sort of now working alongside him and being, mm. yeah, as you said, sort of like goaded into certain things by him into this sort of darker side. Mm. And like Ciampa, Ciampa, uh, Black was playing up the other week during this promo segment to set this up, that Ciampa was the <coughs> puppet master. Yes. And he was the one that was sort of controlling all of these things. And it's just being told so well that he is the puppet master mm. and Gargano is Pinocchio. <laughs> and but he's you know, before he becomes a real boy. That makes Champa Geppetto. Yeah, Geppetto, exactly. <laughs> he's yeah. The puppet. He's the no old one man. ever called Geppetto the puppet master. Did they not? No, I don't no, think so. I think I read a different one. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking of the puppet master the series pu- of films. He just, he just made a puppet. He's not he wasn't the puppet master, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm thinking of Silent Night, Deadly yeah. Night 5, G- where G- Joe Petto had created yeah, a puppet. Geppetto yeah. <laughs> was just a carpenter. <laughs> yeah, he made a, he made an action figure come to life. Did he get in by a five? Was that a thing he did? I don't. Know. I don't know. Anyway, so Pinocchio goes mental at the end. <laughs> no point paying attention. <laughs> this was a great match, though. A really, really terrific cage match. And I was mm. while I was watching it, I was trying to think. It's like I, I was trying to think of a, a cage match that I've enjoyed as much as this in recent memory. And we've seen like some really fun cage matches. I think like the Braun Strowman Big Show cage match on yes. Raw last year, which was just like two big dudes doing big dude things, and that was all fun and stuff. Mm. And I'm not really counting War Games or Hell in a Cell matches any, no. in any of this. Just like pure steel cage matches. And I couldn't really think of anyone that might have been like, oh man, yeah, that was probably a better Hell in a Cell, or like almost as good as this Hell in a Cell match. But this was just, it was just terrific. It's one of those things with like steel cages, I guess. Is the the problem is when you've also got Hell in a Cell in the same company and now war games mm-hmm. still cage looks a bit meek really yeah it's a yeah. bit lame yeah, it's, <laughs> it's a bit like, lame it's a bit like oh and also i think because all the different rules now is like you can climb out you're allowed to go out the door someone yeah. will literally open it for you yeah, and yeah you can pin them and submit them it's like let's go back to just you can climb out that well that, yeah rule it was funny enough because the way it used to be was like you just had to pin them because the whole point of cage is that you won't be able to we weren't supposed to escape and like cheat. there was yeah, no yeah, escape exactly, yeah. but now it was like oh and then we added the rule in that you can escape mm. and now we can add the rule in that you can also walk out the door the walk out the door thing i've always thought was lame well it's just a, on a lot yeah and then I, I mean it works here but it, it only really works as a stipulation in if you're going to have interference yeah because <laughs> otherwise it's just two people in a cage it's not yeah it's exactly you know, and it's not like the no escape thing anymore they never build up to that so. yeah but this there was some really really great stuff in this the uh one point i really wanted to go through is when so like they're on the apron or like on the apron they're on the ropes like mm. against the cage and gargano dives off and he gets this amazing power bomb off of this mm. but they do the spot again later on where black's up there and he tries to do the quebrada but gargano sort of like jumps like with him where, where, where have i got here so uh 
cave rider. Black tries the cave rider, but Gargano jumps up with him and hits the side Russian leg sweep. That's right. So he went up to do the cave rider. Yes, yeah. Then Gargano jumped up onto the ropes with him, side Russian leg sweep off of it, and then rolled, rolled that through. through into the Gargano escape. So, good. so, so cool. And then Black powers up out of that and throws him into the cage, but Gargano's hold on to the hold. So as soon as he bounces off, he's just back into the Gargano escape again. Look, <laughs> that was so good. And I, I think the crowd were... The crowd weren't great all night. I think this was very much mm. at the end of a taping schedule. Yeah. Because the crowd were quiet mm. for quite a lot Until, of this show. Yeah. Until this happened. Yeah. And like and I think it was that they were reacting to these people like they were stars. Mm. And they re like they reacted to this like it was the most important angle in NXT. And really it is. You and I have done our NXT year in review mm. uh, episode that will be going up uh, next thursday i believe it goes up next thursday and in that we sort of talk about how nxt this year has been the story of gargano and champa like that's it's been their year this it's the defining story of the, def- the whole thing absolutely yeah. the defining story it started in january here we are at december it's still going on mm. but yet has never felt overexposed no not like you know when aj and nakamura had like a they had like 12 matches in the space mm-hmm. of four months and, and it was just after a while you're like god i'm ready for this feud to be over yeah. or aj joe and you're like god, i'm ready for this feud to be done with to be honest with you They've done this for 12 months. And even if you could say they've done this for 12 months, in theory, they also did it for the year previous to that because they were still doing Champa stuff even when he was injured. Mm. And you go back and it was at the Cruiserweight Classic in 2016 when they yep. were DIY and this sort of scene. He's like, you know, two and a bit years we've been telling the story. And like, at the moment, I'm like, God, it's at its most interesting at the moment. Well, it's crazy because it's also, it's been the main event without being really rightfully the main event. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's only recently been about the title. Yeah. Or anything to do with, and even then it's not, really about the title like Johnny doesn't want Black because of the sorry uh, Champa because of him being the champion he just wants him he's yeah, just like just, just want to beat you up he just wants to get rid yeah, of him it doesn't, and it makes no difference I think whether he wins the title or not and for a Champa in that character sense it's brilliant because for him defending that title or not defending that title keeping that title is the mm. most important thing to him so the more he can distract Johnny away from like oh you want to take the title away from me yeah. or like trying to destroy Alistair Black so that Black doesn't stand a chance in taking Goldie away from yes. him it's just it's masterful storytelling mm. it's masterful storytelling it's brilliantly acted it's excellently performed I, I love this feud I'm just I, I'm so interested to see one where it goes at Phoenix uh, and what Johnny's involvement will probably now be in that match because mm-hmm. you've got to imagine that's coming up uh but then also this whole, like, how is this Puppet Master thing going to play out? You know, like, I'm, I'm interested to see, because it's, it's obviously something that could go very wrong <laughs> if you've not thought about the finish of this. Like, if you've not gone, oh, we, we know where it's going at the end. Yeah. And we're dropping seeds. But I'm fairly confident that they do know, because yeah. this whole story, everything that's happened so far has been perfectly plotted. So if, you, if they've gone in with Puppet Master... <laughs> And they don't know the difference between their Joe Pettos and their Geppettos. Yep. Then could we're be screwed. in trouble. Could yeah, be in trouble, screwed. lads. But yeah, I, I just think this was was great. A really, really great ending to the show. Um, there was like, I mean, it was a it was a fine episode of NXT. I'd say I thought it was all right. Like, but yeah. this this match and closing angle really pushed it over into being like, God, you've got to go out your way to to see this. Mm-hmm. And even like when we came into the office, Ollie Davis quite famously doesn't watch NXT because quote, he hasn't got enough time in the week to watch it. 
but this is all he wanted to ask us about is like what was the cage match like what was that post-match angle like we were kind of talking through it he's like that sounds so good yeah. it sounds so awesome and i'm like yeah man watch it yeah you, why is there not these <laughs> angles everywhere else in the company well me and ollie were doing our um 20 i think it was our 2019 prediction video or it might be our 2018 best and worst moments video that's going to be going up like in the next week or so mm-hmm. and in that we said like when Champer and Gargano just go up to the main roster, really, they should just give everyone the script that they did for this feud and just be like, just do this again. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. No one really watches NXT, so we can just do this again on the main roster. And people are and, happy with that. And, yeah. and we'll, just, we'll do it again from scratch, and we'll just pretend like it didn't happen over here, and everything will be fine. That's, just don't deviate from this script. Yeah, that's all people were saying about the Sasha and Bailey thing. They were just like, you know, people just sitting there going like, that was brilliant in NXT. Why don't you do that? Why do you keep teasing it like anyone cares? Like, because... You know, the NXT audience is such a smaller portion of the overall WWE audience. Just teasing a Sasha Banks Bailey feud is a bit like, what is the point of teasing this? Most people just sitting there going, oh, they seem like nice friends. Yeah, or we're getting women's tag team titles. Yeah, exactly. I, it, it, it's either leads to one of those things. They're either best friends or it's tag titles. It doesn't really feel like this going into a feud, no, despite absolutely. what the start of 2018 told us. <laughs> Good crikey. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's time to give a shout out to our $25 and above pledge hammers who have donated to our Patreon page over at patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk. Thank you so, so much. You do help keep the lights on in this room. And I hope you've enjoyed all of your extra bonus content, like mine and Ollie's review of ECW December to Dismember 2006. A god awful show. They loved it. Oh, it was bad. It was. The atmosphere in the office when they were watching it was delightful. 
very, very Please bad. Please vote for more things like that. Yeah, let's not. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd let's like to do. do... <laughs> well, if we think in January it'll either be a Rumble or it'll be a Wrestle Kingdom. Like right. I think that's that's probably where we're heading in January. Nah. Don't vote for any more 2006 stuff, please. You're watch Good. all of the Marine films. <laughs> I'd much rather watch <laughs> any of those Marine films rather than de- like December to December or any 2006 pay-per-view because, good Lord, it was bad. But anyway, so these are our $25 and above pledge hammers. So a big shout-out to John Secret Santos. Oh, Johnny boy. Well done, John. Big Apple Takedown, Lindsay Monroe. Oh, Big Apple Takedown. There's the book. We read it on Ramble Club. Butter me up, Soren Norda. See, Soren, a bit like Soreen. That's where I was going with that one, yeah. Harry and the Hendersons, Burgess. Burgess, yeah. Robin Banks, Lee Roberts. Robin Roberts, sort of sound the same. One, Ryan B. Bad. Oh, Ryan B. Bad. He's a bad boy. Mmm. Mmm. That is a tasty Tim Heidenberger. Yeah. Yeah, Pulp Fiction. Very overworked punnage. Uh... (laughs) Probably better than Kyle Philip O'Reilly. It's tough because Kyle O'Reilly's very good. He is very good. Tough one. He gives good face. He does. The Blueprint, Owen Morgan. That was one that he requested himself as a tribute to Matt Morgan. Is that the Mexinadian? Anthony Ibanez. Yeah, well, good pronunciation because I was struggling with that one. Really was struggling. It's probably wrong. (laughs) Uh, Noah Edward Nigma. Enigma. Welcome back to the $25 level, my Edward friend. Welcome Nigma. back. I think he's talking to you, Damien Thompson. It's a Simpsons joke. I think he's talking to you. Matthew Thibault, this city on rock and roll. Yes. Or it could be Thibault, I don't know. <laughs> but it's Thibault, that's this city. Another part of me, MJ. I think we could have made this bigger. Affamasaga. <laughs> Affamasaga. Oh, I think. Another part of me, MJ. Yay. Here we go. It's a Michael Jackson reference. Alan, now shut up, Clark. Oh, it's a small soldier's joke. The nobleman, Matt Noble. M- nobleman, Matt Noble, who met Ollie Davis the other day. Ooh. He sent in a Rusev hey for our Patri- uh, for the, the podcast and was like, yeah, I met Ollie Davis. Wow. He's taller than I expected. Which apparently a lot of people say, let off some steam, Don Bennett. Yes. Commando. And I ran. I ran to Boring. Yeah, and because his name's Ran to Boring, so I was going with, and I ran. I ran to Boring. Yeah, you have to, this is why you have to read your <laughs> terrible puns. <laughs> This is basically what I do. Like every month, I just sit there and be like, "What laboured pun <laughs> yeah. or reference well, can I make?" You need to put them in. You need to put the references in brackets when we're reading them. Oh uh, yeah, that probably would help. Do the it? last one. Astounding Abdullah Alenzi. Yes, yeah. he is astounding. You're all astounding. Thank you very much. Happy holidays. We'll see you in the new year. Or we'll speak to you right now because we're going to review the rest of NXT, which opened with a great video package about that cage match between Black and Gargano. And then we got our opening contest of Aup Shirai, Shirai and Dakota Kai taking on the de- in ring debut of Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir. Mm. Interestingly, not without Baszler, but they did come out to Baszler's music. They did come out to Baszler's music. And also, for a very brief period, it said Queen of Spades. <laughs> on, the, on the screen, it was like, Queen of Spades. Yes, <laughs> quickly change it. Do the fader. Yes, uh, yeah, Desmond Duke and Marina Shafir, their in-ring debut. I was really excited to see this. Mm. And I like that they, they're they tag team already. They've got matching gear. Yep. 
they they wrestle like the same way basically. Let's play, let's fight. Is it? Yeah, I think it's something like that. Yeah, and they've got sort of like camo stuff. Mm. Uh, they look really cool as a pairing. I really like Jessamine Duke particularly. I think she's got a really good look about mm-hmm. her. I think she's very cool. She's very intense, very shouty as a wrestler. Yeah. Is Jessamine Duke is what I discovered. She really screamed on that neck crank. She was yeah. like, ah! Ah! she was so loud. I had to. <laughs> I was watching this in my Ooh. office and I had to turn it down because my wife was trying to do yoga in the next room <laughs> trying to be all peaceful and serene. You've got Jessamine Duke in, my, in the other room going, I'm bending your oh, head slightly. Oh, done it, Dakota. Way. So yeah, she's a very shouty uh, wrestler. <laughs> um, but... Uh, Shameen 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 Marina Shameen <laughs> Marina Shafir is definitely the Kyle O'Reilly of this group the <laughs> way she like moves around the ring the way she's very much like she's quite goofy in a way yeah but she almost feels like this beautiful mixture of Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong her real life husband mm. it's just a, it's a really good act I'm, I'm quite into Duke and Shafir as yeah, a she's team quite ca- I think she's charismatic isn't she yeah she, she really pulls off that sort of and it's been things like that with the sort of Bays the winning as well. Like she, she's the one like slides in for like a hug or yeah, something yeah, with yeah. Baszler. It's, it's it's just quite funny. Yeah, when I think it was when uh, Baszler won and because of all their interference, and she was like, "It was all you, yeah, all That's you, all you, man." So yeah, I, I, this was um, crowd was so quiet for this, though, which I was surprised about because I thought they might be quite loud because it is the in ring debut of Shafir and Duke, but also it's A up Shirai. Who, Her first like, NXT match. Yeah, and like, so I thought this would be like, you know, quite, the crowd should be really into this. <coughs> and people really like Dakota Kai as well. So I thought that, I, I thought people would be hot for Io Shirai at the very least. Mm. So it was, I, I'm guessing it was late in the taping day. Yeah. So crowd a bit burnt out, a bit tired. So I, I guess that makes sense, really. But um, yeah, I mean, really, like, my, my notes are that they worked over to Kai for a long time mm-hmm. and it really was just Duke and Shafir working over uh, Kai and then she gets the scorpion kick tags in EO who has this amazing gets this amazing hot tag and runs wild and it's just yeah, 619 oh. uh, slingshot drop kick yeah and then straight into setting up for the Asai moonsault absolutely oh running double knees and then the moonsault yeah and her running double knees better than Andrade Cien Elmas's I-, I thought Shirai looked <laughs> I think it's because they look less safe it's <laughs> <is> why <laughs> here's a pretty like like here are my knees either side of your head yeah. don't move those are like here are my knees on your chest yeah here are my knees you're in the way yeah. <laughs> I'd really like to kneel yeah. I'd really like to knee that I'm turnbuckle but your in body is you're right in the way of it quite annoying where you're sat whereas uh, Andrade is more like my knobs now in your face yeah. I mean she probably weighs a little bit less than Andrade <laughs> yeah, so, perhaps you know, that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, buck and a half. Um, so yeah, it was not a not a great match, and not really a good showing for Duke and Shafir either. I didn't. I, think. Yeah, I thought it was a bit weird overall. It just it didn't feel like you know. I feel like Io Shirai's introduction to the NXT home crowd beyond doing obviously because I guess May Young Classic was filmed there. So yep. that's I guess that's good. Mm-hmm. So she's been shown to them before, but like I feel like for that her first singles match, it should be a singles match, and that's it. I think you want to bring her in. Go, here is Io Shirai. She's going to be a really big deal on this roster. I know putting her with Dakota Kai makes it seem like she's uh, at least going to be like a favorite and a fan. But yeah, it felt weird here to have her just come in for 30 seconds, do all of her moves in a normal NXT squash match style. Yes. But against people who were being set up as like the big thing. Like the big thing. Yeah, that was it. And it was weird because like when they they announced that it was going to be this tag match I did think to myself I don't read the spoilers or anything like that and I was like well I mean surely you'd want to give Duke and Shafir a, a win in their first match mm. but God, it seems weird that they would beat Io Shirai <laughs> in her first match in yeah. NXT and Dakota Kai's on a bit of a roll at the moment so it seems weird for them to lose as well so I guess I was surprised that, that they lost their mm. first their, their in-ring debut at NXT thought, yeah I just would have thought that 
cheating would have happened and it yeah would have been, and, and at least dakota kai has been bullied before so she could have taken the pinfall here it probably wouldn't have damaged her that much it only makes her more of the underdog that she's playing exactly yeah and i get that you want to use duke and shafir as like you want to you have to beat them before you get to the final boss of of Shayna baszler and i'm i'm fine with that i think that's a mm. really good story to tell but i also think you want to give duke and shafir some credibility Yes. in terms of being lackeys to Baszler yeah, so they're not just Bebop otherwise, and Rocksteady <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah otherwise then there was Bebop and Rocksteady or um, uh, Jamie Noble and uh, Joey Mercury oh yeah J&J Security like you want them to feel like credible threats not the, mm. not the, Sing, the Sing brothers yeah exactly yeah a whole host of lackeys for, mm. for people so yeah not a, not a hot opening uh, to this show we then got a video package for uh, so it turns out we've been saying his name wrong Dijakovic yeah it's Dijakovic yeah, Dijakovic. Dijakovic. Diet Jakovic. <laughs> oh, can I can I have a Jakovic? You got a diet one. Yeah, I've got a diet one. Thank you. Um, yeah, so we got a video package for Dijo. I said it wrong again. Dijakovic. Di- Donovan. Donovan Dijak. Dom- it's so simple. Yeah. It's right there. <laughs> Now we're sitting here for five minutes going, Dutch again, sounds like an absolute idiot because I don't know what I'm saying. So we've got a video package for him. Then we've got a recap of Matt Riddle beating Punishment Martinez two weeks ago and uh, Cassius Ono knocking him out with the elbow on the apron. And then Riddle's doing a press uh, press thing earlier in the day. I do like these press things that they do backstage, although you can or outside the building, although you can often see that the lads who are holding out their phones aren't recording anything because they're unlocked. They're locked. Yeah. Just, it's a simple thing, guys. Voice memo, down, yeah, just, just put it in. Just hold it upside down, or yeah. delete it, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, There's so many options here. Just make it, give it some credibility. <laughs> um, but I thought Riddle was really cool here, as he always is. And he, he dared um, Cassius Ono to meet him in the ring, because he will knock him out in seven seconds again. I thought yeah. it was cool. That was a cool promo. I did enjoy the bit at the end where he was like, yeah, I got stuff to do now so, yeah, so I've, see you later I've like, got to go yeah he was do on I? his way to like in and out Burger or something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got um, things to do yeah I've got Quite a hungry got a man to see <laughs> wink wink uh, then we got the in-ring debut of Dominic Dijakovic <coughs> Dijakovic 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 thank you I've even written it out like phonetically and I'm still getting it wrong Dominic Dij- Dijanais yeah it's good. double D um, against Aaron Mackey Jobber to the stars this week. We've seen him before, haven't we? Have we? Yeah, I feel like we've seen Aaron Mackey before. I don't remember him. Hmm. Yeah, Aaron Mackey. Um, Anyway, uh, yeah, Donovan Dijak beat him up a lot. Uh, He did some really cool, like, toss suplex things where you sort of lift him up and just go, like, off you go. (laughs) Time to fly! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we'd sort of said that Jessamine Duke was a shouty, like, screaming wrestler. He's very talkative. But he's also got, (laughs) I like the fact he's worked out hand actions as well. (laughs) Feast your eyes. Very talkative. Knees and toes. Knees and toes. <laughs> Such a talkative man is uh, Dijakovic. Uh, whatever his name is. Uh, and he, anyway, he does a fall away slam and uh, feast your eyes. And then hits an awesome, awesome reverse go to sleep for the win. That's the that's one of the best moves I've seen. Oh, mate, it's, it's so, so good. And i tell you what, credit to Mackie for the selling of that job mm. as well, because he came down perfectly, boof, knee right to the face. Mm. Oh, it was brilliant. That's the way he li- continued to lift his knee afterwards. Yeah. As if he was just, he's like, I just put that through you. Yeah. Like, boom. So, so cool. What it's a gonna be, cool finisher. It's going to be even more awesome when he does it to Keith Lee. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so cool when he does it to Keith Lee next year. I guarantee it's going to happen. Um, no, Keith Lee's, no. <laughs> he's not, not going to get a chance. Oh, he's totally. None of them will. Oh, I'm sure they will. Next, he's fine. He'll go away for a bit. He'll have a promo package and yeah. come back as Keith Leakovic. <laughs> Keithus Leakovic. Keithus Leakovic. <laughs> 
We then got uh, a video package for Heavy Machinery. They'll be in action next. You can tell how last minute this NXT call-up lark they're doing. They're on their way to WWE mm. because no mention it whatsoever on this yeah. episode. Got a title shot next. Yeah, week. I know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely no mention whatsoever mm. that Heavy Machinery and Lacey Evans and Nikki Cross and EC3 are all going up to the main roster. No mention it whatsoever. Mm. Clearly, we don't know how long they're gonna, it's going to be till they get to the main roster, do we? No, no, I know we don't, but the yeah. point is that like it was clearly a last-minute yeah. decision. They literally, oh, give me six names, I'll take those six. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, Christ, now what are we going to do? Who wrestles for your little yellow one? The yellow one over there. <laughs> yes. But I don't want any of your top guys. I don't want people who are in the storylines. Just give me six others. Yeah, six randos. Yeah, exactly. The one with the stakes and the weights. <laughs> the brilliant video packages (laughs) I want the one that says Tucky a lot Tucky 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 Um, and Tucky as well I guess (laughs) keep him happy exactly Uh, we announced uh, that Io Shirai is going to be part of that Fatal 4 Way number one contenders match which is going to take place next week we're not going to be around to review that episode because it's the holiday season and we're going to be elsewhere we're not going to be here I'm not coming in I am here but Are I'm you not here? Doing it. Yeah, I'm here on that day. You here on that day? Mm. Okay. Well, I'm not, so um, we won't be doing it. I'm just doing news though. So yeah, that's fine. I'm not reviewing NXT. For you. No, it's fine. I mean, I, I can't imagine. I do a one man ramble. <laughs> Hello, NXT was good. <laughs> <laughs> Feast your eyes. So the uh, the number one contenders lineup is Bianca Belair versus Io Shirai versus Mia Yim versus Lacey Evans, and that will determine the new number one contender to Shayna Baszler. See, Lacey Evans ain't winning. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, she ain't winning. She might do. You never know. That women's right. Women's right. The women's right. Women's right. Punch to your face. I killed you with my fist. And my fist. It's so hard. It punched you right in your face. I can't do that on Raw, can she? Uh, no. Hashtag face break will be uh, well annoyed. Yeah. Maybe that's what they're going to build towards. Like it'll the be women's, right women's rads versus punch. Like hashtag face breaker. No. And then, and then when they collide, collide the it'll ring be explodes. Like, yeah, it's Dragon Ball. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, why aren't we in charge of this company? Uh, we then got Heavy Machinery versus Two Dudes, whose names I did not write down. Did you? Did no. they get names? I don't think they got named. One of them looked like a, a much skinnier Mark Andrews with the gear. So you? Yeah, he looked like me. <laughs> uh, and the other one looked fourteen. Yeah. Very, very young. I, th- I think they said their names on commentary, but I did not pick them up. I was too busy just enjoying Heavy Machinery doing their the thing. The work experience boys yeah. got nailed. Oh, man, these poor interns. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Heavy Machinery did their usual stuff. Uh, Tucker Knight's got this really cool spot where he picks you up into a power slam and then just charges you into the like the corner turnbuckle. just going, ah, Over and ah, over again, yeah. Ah, very, very the good. snow plow. We'll yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's very cool. And then the Undisputed Era come out onto the ramp and be like, <laughs> look at us, we're the Undisputed Era. We're you guys are smuggity smug. Smuggity smug, smug, smug. And you guys are idiots. And then Heavy Machinery had the match one with the compactor. But then Otis pulls up one of the dudes to be like, no, 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 tucky, tucky, tucky. We're going to do some more. Tucky, one more tucky. One more tucky. And they do a double trash compactor. Mm. Otis picks up both of them at the same time. Which and is they crazy because he's got, he's got quite short arms for a man his width. <laughs> oh, yeah, <Right>. absolutely. <laughs> he's an oddly proportioned yeah. fellow. Great. Yeah. It's so unique and so brilliant. He's like an, if, like an albatross had a wingspan. But the wi- it was the body that was included in the wingspan. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, and it was just more body than like <laughs> tiny little wings. He's That's what just he is. Great, I bloody love Otis Davis. <laughs> he's so good. Yeah, they hit the uh, the double compactor for the win. That looked so awesome. And I like this as well. You got Adam Cole. Adam Cole sold this brilliant as well because he had this look on his face. It was like I'm worried, but I'm not going to show you that I'm worried. Mm. I'm like, yeah. I mean, that was that was scary, guys. Yeah. Let's not show too Tyler much I that I we're did afraid. A little bit of that as well. Yeah. 
And then he was like, yeah. <laughs> nothing. But, I, could, I could probably do that. But Roderick Strong, the I, I think the idiot of the group, who just thinks, now that I'm part of this group, I'm, undebe- I'm unbeatable. Yeah. It's just like, ha, 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 guys, we've got this. <laughs> that tag belt. And I'm like, no, man, you're going to get killed next week. So uh, I thought it was a, a fun little squash match for Heavy Machinery. They are... Uh, Street Profits were my favorite tag team in NXT last mm-hmm. year that weren't champions. Uh, Heavy Machinery are my favorite tag team of NXT in 2018. I hope they get some good stuff on the main roster, but... They won't. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to be positive. The tag team division seems to be taken seriously, at least on SmackDown this week, so maybe they can taking, go taking it seriously, just using the other ones. Is well, that like no, it? but yeah. I'm taking it seriously in that it wasn't all about rap battles or turkey suits well, or true. all that, yes, all the nonsense. Yeah. It wasn't pancakes being thrown around everywhere. I mean, they did feature four different tag teams in <laughs> one match. <laughs> it was crazy, wasn't yeah. it? Mad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so a, a, a decent episode of NXT. Mm-hmm. Nothing spectacular, with the exception of that main event, which was absolutely awesome. Awesome. It was about half the show. About, so, yes, admittedly. Exactly. If you yes. want to watch half an hour of amazing wrestling and you yeah. are up to date on your Gargano Champa goings on, watch that. It's I fantastic. Couldn't agree more, absolutely. Yeah, if you want to watch like Heavy Machinery have fun squashes, I would certainly watch that one. <laughs> and the main event you've got to check out, but you could probably skip um Unless you really want to see Feast Your Eyes, um, you can probably skip that and the opening yeah, tag. Just match. find a GIF of his Feast Your Eyes. Oh, man. Yeah, absolutely. Find a GIF. Just get a GIF of whatever that's called. Absolutely. The Go to Sleepikovich. <laughs> that is all we have got time for on this edition of the Wrestle Ramble. Thank you so much for watching uh, for the short amount of time we've been doing this thus far. Looking forward to doing it again in the new year. It's all down to your Patreon backing, really. So thank you so much for all getting involved. We'll see you in 2019. We had an email in from Zachary Reynolds that I read out uh, part of um, <coughs> earlier in the week, uh, but he was just saying thank you so much for the Wrestle Rumble podcast. But added to this, this leads to my question: As you brackets Luke and Laurie are RPG players and wrestling fans alike, have you ever thought to play or heard of Worldwide Wrestling RPG? It's the same game used as the Powered by the Apocalypse system. I've run it on several occasions with random groups at local game stores with hilarious results. In fact, for the announced team, I use a terrible impersonation of one Ollie Davis as a voice. If you haven't checked the game out, I highly encourage it. There is is great fun to be had there thank you again guys you are my wrestling review podcast of choice keep up the great work the three of you doing a marvelous job greetings from the u.s zach so we have uh, talked about this on the podcast before because mm. a few people have emailed in asking if we we've heard of it and uh, i've not played it um no. i think neither of us have no uh, but i've seen a, i've watched a few playthroughs of it on the old youtube channel uh, not our youtube channel but on other youtube channels mm. and it does seem like it's quite fun yeah, I think it, it. I think wrestling lends itself well to the sort of RPG. Yeah. I mean, wrestling is an RPG, but you just don't roll dice; you just do moves instead. I guess <laughs> yeah, so it's exactly, not, you know. Yeah. Um, I got a package yesterday from mm. Kickstarter. Well, not from Kickstarter, but from someone who's launched their game on Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. It finally arrived yesterday. I shouldn't say finally. Finally, actually, because they've been very good at their communication and very mm. good in getting things done on time. But I got the Resident Evil Two board game delivered Ooh. through yesterday. So very excited! Quite by timely, this. really, considering the remakes coming out fairly in January, soon, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, so yes. The Resident Evil 2. January classic horror the horror game time <laughs> yeah, of the year. No, yeah, Capcom give no. Oh, they've got zero Fs. To yeah, give, zero mate. Fs, man. They're too busy putting stickers on their fighters for their <laughs> in-game advertising. Absol- oh my god! Don't, what an don't embarrassment get that is, man. Yeah, that's just a that's I don't I don't understand the point of it is what I don't get about that whole uh, for those who don't know in Street Fighter 5 uh Capcom have enabled an option where you can get in-game advertising but 
it, it's both on sort of like the character select screen and the pre-match like when you get like Ryu versus Ken and they come in but they'll be like yeah. branded Capcom Cup behind yeah. them but then also on their gear so like Ryu's gi will say Capcom Cup on it Balrog's uh, gloves will have it written on there yeah. Dulcim's skulls Skull, have oh, got it on skull made me laugh um, so much it's baffling though it's just because yeah. like what if it turns into like Red Bull or like yeah, totally. Apple or you know that, that, and that's the slippery slope that you're going down really the moment they're mm. just promoting their own thing yeah. at the expense of their characters and their characters credibility because now the characters just look stupid yes exactly because like as a lot of people argue it's like why is Akuma advertising a Capcom Pro-Am tournament mm. and like if that's just your, you know your first thing you're doing and then it is Red Bull or it is Motorola or whatever it's going to look even dumber yeah. when he's got you know Ben's Burgers attached on his on his ski but then to make it like that and then but then also to have the option like they were like yeah you can turn it off it's like well then why make it well the option is you can turn it off but in doing so you earn less uh, fight points oh, to yeah. unlock more. They stuff. did say that it was a negligible amount, though. Like it's well, what, yeah, some of the things I've read is that there's not it's not a huge amount that you lose, but it but... is still an amount that you lose. Yes, absolutely. But I don't. I think I'd happily lose it to not have the game <laughs> really ugly. <laughs> it does look very dumb. But yeah, so I've got the Resident Evil Two board game, I've got the main thing, and I've got two expansion packs with it as well, which mm. goes through um, uh, all the Birkin stuff, so you get the malformations of, of him, and um, to add extra boss battles. Uh, and I also got the fourth survivor bonus pack, which gives you hunk and tofu, so you can do extra <laughs> missions with them. Uh, and I got uh, another expansion pack, which gives you essentially like twelve more characters that are mm. featured within the game, like Ada Wong and Shelley Birkin and things like that. So how does it play? So essentially, it is a um, it, it is literally survival horror in that you will have like uh, scenarios and you'll have a map and you've just got to get from point A through to point B. But like point A through to point B might be that you need to find the key so you can unlock the door and things like that. And along the way, you encounter zombies and zombie dogs and things like that. But the game is designed, or the board game is designed the same way as the game is, so that there is X amount of ammo available for each of the. So if there are ten. Um, if there are 10 zombies on the screen they will give you four bits of ammo right. because the idea is like the game you've got to try and conserve your ammo for when you actually need it and you've got to try and dodge people instead you don't think about mm. things smartly about so you can't just go in there and just blow fire at everything yeah because you know either you might miss you've got to try and be smart with the way that you use your weapons and stuff like that and like the item is very very sparse in there mm. you also have a tension deck so that after each round you reveal the tension deck it might be everything's fine it might be a, a yellow one which is like things are not so fine it might be a red one which is like everything's terrible and you know more creatures then get put onto the board and things like that and how many players is it for one to four Ooh. so i'm gonna give I'm gonna, I'm, if i get time before christmas i might give it a one player experience and see what it's like to play on me lonesome mm. um and then Aww. Well, then when I go up for Christmas... I'm pitching her it, and it's <laughs> the saddest thing. It's like, oh... I'll be listening to the soundtrack while yeah. I do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll listen My to little heart is breaking. I'll listen to both the, the in-game one and the orchestral one that I also oh, got. Yeah. I also own. Um, uh, but when I go up for, to my parents for Christmas, me and my brother are going to give it a couple of ah, playthroughs as well. Okay. So, yeah, I've got all the expansion packs, and I've got more... Because I'm a Kickstarter backer, I've got the extra... The alternate sculpts of some characters and alternate sculpts of zombies and stuff. So, this giant box was just sat outside my yeah, door Pretty yesterday. intense. I was I was so excited because <laughs> I this giant box was set outside my door yesterday and I was like I don't know what this is because everything I've ordered for Christmas has already arrived or it's going up to my parents' house so I don't know what this is. Opened it up and it was just the joy on my face. <laughs> I was like, oh, brilliant! It's the Resident <laughs> Evil Two board game. And then my wife came home, saw it, was like, where's it all going? Yeah, where will that live? And I was like, 
Oh, it's a very good point because the boxes are very big. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to be this big. So she's like, why are you still backing things with Kickstarter? I was like, ah, ah, ah. I backed it last year. <laughs> yeah. We had this discussion about it last year. It's just now it's arrived. Yes. It makes it seem new. Yeah, but really, I, it's old news. Yeah, I've done all the work. I've, I've backed everything that's in development hell <laughs> in the hopes that it comes through in the future yeah. as a surprise. Absolutely. But I'm, I was very impressed with uh, Steamforge Games and the, the people behind it. So very, very uh, well done to them. They did a lot better than... Did you hear about the Terminator board game debacle? No. So they there was a company that did the Terminator board game and the evil dead 2 board game mm-hmm. on kickstarter and i'd backed both of them because big fan of terminator big fan of evil dead so i was like oh man i gotta do this and i watched like the video playthroughs that they had and i was like these you can see like why your fun. wife is like why are you still backing things on kickstarter oh yeah correct. No, but i'm a big fan of this luke you're a big fan of everything yeah i know that's the problem yeah, that's why i've got the, both ghostbusters <laughs> yeah, ones even though they're actually rubbish they games. just say words from the 80s and you're like <laughs> sign me up sir <laughs> i'll have two thanks <laughs> uh so I, I backed both of those and then like they were meant to have shipped uh november last year mm. that was there they, they they sent across a guideline like the week before that said like end of november we're shipping the terminator and the evil dead games you'll have them by december and january and then the day that they were meant to ship we got an email from everyone saying like there's a problem we're not shipping them and everyone was like and, and there wasn't really explained what the problem was turns out they'd essentially just been lying they had done nothing they were they were no further in the development process than where they had started they had run out of all the money had spent all the money that they had from the games and could now no longer fulfill the orders Ooh. and then had the gall to email people being like we found a solution we found a solution if you invest in our company we'll be able to get the funds back and finish the game oh. it was like oh so you just you just want more money from us mm. it's like i've already given you a hundred dollars for the games yeah but you spent all that on like what you've said are boxes but i don't think you have what development were they doing beyond like well they said like they, they had proofs of <laughs> stuff that they'd built and like yeah. they said that they had to get the the ash um minifig signed off by bruce campbell because he owns the likeness of ash mm-hmm. which is fair enough and apparently that was a long process but they like they sent back like the box that they had designed, which looked rubbish because it it didn't like the the print was actually around the box pro- uh, properly. They sent across the rule book, which had loads of spelling errors in it uh, and rules that didn't make sense. And then and that was when the alarm bell started ringing. Everyone going like, "Oh, I'm a bit concerned mm. about where this is going." And yeah, the whole thing just fell apart, and we've not heard from them for a year now. They've just said Evil Dead, haven't they? That's all they did. Yeah, pretty much. And it's just a case of with Kickstarter, you back at your own risk. Mm. Sad times. It is a sad time. But, you know, these, these are the risks. Don't that be you a take. board game bugger. Exactly, yeah. If you are going to back things on Kickstarter, like, make sure you you know who the people are in charge uh, and they're doing it right. Because I wish I'd backed the Street Fighter one that came out this year because mm. that looked awesome. And then you could get the expansion that lets you put the Capcom Cup things on oh, the characters. Oh, if only. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I was going to pay an extra 50 bucks for that. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, do you, are you expecting any uh, board game nonsense over Christmas? Are you getting anything for Christmas? Uh, no, but my brother has been texting me this morning saying, uh, I'm bringing Smash Up to Christmas and a few other things. I'm not really expected to get any board games for Christmas. I'm not really asked for anything. Mm. Uh, I'd like to get, give Keyforge a go, as we discussed the other week. I'd like to yeah. give that a shot, but realistically my intention for christmas is to play games on my switch that i've not played <laughs> yet because i haven't had time so, yes yeah that's really my dream 
Uh, I'm looking to uh, get Betrayal Legacy because mm. I really like Betrayal at House on the Hill. So the Legacy version of that should be awesome. Uh, yeah, I've played Betrayal at House on the Hill. I think is that the one yes. where the, you, there's the big book and then there's a there's a turn and then some something happens. Yes, crazy. it's the one you played on my stag dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a good game. Yeah, the Legacy version of it apparently is really really great. So uh, looking forward to that if I do get hold of it. And Keyforge, I was watching um, Shut Up and Sit Down. I've got a really good uh, review of it up on their YouTube channel. If you want to check that out, I'd highly recommend it. Uh, but that is all we've got time for on this show. Thank you so much for listening to us ramble nonsense for 2018. We're going to see you again in 2019. This is your last intro and outro of 2018 Whoa. because all of the other rambles you're going to be getting will be minisodes. So we'll be on them. It's just we won't have any of your email correspondence. But thank you so much for all of your correspondence you've sent over the uh, over this year. We'll get back to them again in the new year. But for now, let's have a joke. This one was sent in from Daniel Bellinger. He says, hi, Luke. Feel free to use as many of these as you want. What's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? I don't know. One's really heavy and one's a little lighter. Lighter. What do you call a Mexican who has lost his car? Don't know. Carlos. (laughs) Good stuff. Why did the scarecrow win an award? I don't know. Why did the scarecrow win an award? Because he was outstanding in his field. Oh, the old ones are the best, man. These are all good. I'm writing them all down and I'll slip them into people's crackers this year at <laughs> Christmas. How many Vince McMahons does it take to screw in a light bulb? I don't know. None. Loop, light bulb screwed light bulb. Which <laughs> <laughs> I think is quite good, actually. <laughs> Ac- accidentally ran over a kid wearing a John Cena t-shirt. In my defense, I couldn't see him. Good stuff, mate. Thank you very much for your jokes that you have sent in. Uh, we'll have some more jokes. Oh, no, this is a great one. Um, this comes in from Shivam Sharma. He sent this to me yesterday, which I've got to read out. How did Rusev become so fluent in his second language? I don't know. His partner could aid in English. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Apparently, that's a, a well worked pun. Apparently, that comes from a Twitter account called WWE Dad Jokes, which I am now going to find and I am going to follow because if, if that's their content, then I am all for it. Oh, that doesn't exist, apparently. Uh, Twitter. No, that's Twitter. That's the wrong Twitter I'm trying to get to. This is great radio. Mm. So lucky. So glad that the bed music is underneath this because otherwise you just hear me going. Well, I can't find WWE Dad Jokes. There's a hashtag for it, so it's not a Twitter account. But uh, we'll see what we can find. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. We will see you in 2019. It's the future, but we'll also see you next week and everything like that. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.